It's good to see you here early Sunday morning, especially Rabbi Yaakov Cohen, came in from Eatontown, very nice. Um, okay, so we're here in the massive, amazing sugya of Hasidut. We spoke out last time, actually two times ago, I believe, we spoke out how Hasidut is a very personal thing. And every single human being, no matter what he does for a living, no matter what a situation in life, could reach the perfect level of Hasidut. Because the point, the bottom line point of Hasidut is to give Nahat Ruach to Hashem. So with your life, you're giving Nahat Ruach to Hashem. With your seichel, with your lave, with your actions, you're giving Nahat Ruach to Hashem. With your situations in life, you're giving Nahat Ruach to Hashem. And we read that from the last page of Mesilai Sharim, where he says that a person can have perfect hasidut even though he has to do a malechas pechusa. He has to do a low job in order to make a living to support his family. He still could be as much as a Hasid, as somebody who's learning the entire day. Because Hasidus is not dependent on that. Although the Masil Sisharim says that the way it's going to manifest itself and maybe the way of acquiring it may be different. But at the end of the day, the fundamentals are the same even if they're going to come out in different oifanim, okay? Now, I just want to stress this point. It's a very important point in Avodah Hashem, which is very overlooked in the world today because we are very behavior-oriented. And therefore, we lose the sense of the individuality in Avodah Hashem. We know that the Pasuk says, I'm sure you're all familiar with the Pasuk, and if you aren't familiar with the Pasuk, you probably heard it in a song, so you know a pasuk from a song. Today some people, they know pasukim from songs. The pasuk says, Ki karov elecha hadavar me'od. It's very close to you. Beficho, in your mouth, ubilvadecha, and in your heart, la'asoysoy. So this pasuk is... Referring to all the chelke ha'avoid. According to some Rishayim, it's talking about tshuva. But according to some Rishayim, it's talking about Torah, which means all the chelke ha'avoid. What you do with your mouth, b'machshava, b'dibor, b'maise. And all of them is karov elecha, which is in itself a big chidush. B'shleima maise, you tell me to do behaviors. So here, behaviors are easy. Even speech. But Bilvovcha, your heart, your Avas Hashem, your Yiras Hashem, your Hergeshim, your deeper thoughts, even that's Karavelecha. Everything is Karavelecha. Everything is achievable. It doesn't mean that there's no work involved, but everything is achievable. Okay? Now, but it says in the Posik, Beficha, Bilvavecha, Rabbi is Medayik, that means that it goes according to your kochot nefesh. 
your abilities, your lave, your kaiches. Everybody has a certain individuality that nobody else has. That means you have to find the avoider within yourself. You must find the avoider within yourself. The kalim are within yourself. So I'm going to show you this a little bit from learning. Okay? So, the chilek ha-nigla of Torah. What's the, what's the chilek of Torah that's very revealed? That's the chilek of Torah, which is ma'isa, right? The halacha la ma'isa. What you do. And the sugyas that deal with the dinim and the halachas of the Torah. Correct? That's the chilek ha-nigla. Now, if you look in the sugyas, you'll see that from the tanaim, and then the amoraim, and the geonim, and the Rishonim, Aharonim, Poskim, they argue in the Halacha. Always big arguments. And sometimes it's even from Kotzel Kotzel. One person will say Tamer, and the other one will say Tahor. One will say Asur, and one will say Mutan, right? So very strong Machlaiks, correct? The Chazal tell us, Elu ve'elu divrei eloikim chayim. They all could be true. Doesn't mean that we follow, there's a certain system in Pesach Halach that we follow, but how could they all be true? There's only one truth, right? How could they all be true? So the answer is that every one of these great Chachom have absolutely the best Midot in the world, so they don't, they, their understanding is not tainted by their bad midas. They definitely are omel batayra to the max. So there was no laziness going on down there, right? Each person worked the Torah to its fullest degrees. How they see it differently. Teretz is they have different nishamot. There's different shayrish hanishamot, a very deep sugya. But there are nishamot that let's say come from the tzad hachesed which they will see more leniently. There are neshamas that are more from the tzad ha-gevura. There's different shayrish neshamas. Therefore, if you're coming from the angle of this shayrish, seeing the Torah through this light, this is what comes out. If you see the Torah from that light of gevura, that's what comes out, right? So they're all true. Elu ve'elu divelekim chaim, depending on what bechina. You're looking at the Torah from. Now in Psak Halacha, we go a certain way. In Hanhaga. But in the, in, but you see, I just want to show you something that you could see. It's a deep point. I want you to get this deep point. You see that people that are real, truthful, Amel Torah, 100%, right? You still see that there's a personal viewpoint of Torah. So you see that Avaidus Hashem is Bilvavecha, Behamoach Shelcha, Behasechel Shelcha. That's how Torah works, right? That's in the Chelikan Niglo, which is pretty clear cut. The Torah says openly what the mitzvah is. The, the Chazal discuss it, right? It's something that's pretty clear cut, and yet, there's different ways to view it and to see it. So you see the individuality in Torah. You see it clear. And they're all emet. So let's make a kavachoyim. 
means where your personality comes out. The part that's not so visual. Your Avas Hashem, your Yiris Hashem. That's for sure individual. So you see that Avodis Hashem has to be Beficho u Bilvavicho. It's a very personal thing, Avodis Hashem. And especially when we come to Hasidus. Because I'm going to show you the creativity that Hasidus requires. You will see that your personality will come up. So not only like we spoke out one time, <coughs> that the circumstances in life is going to be mechai of different Hasidus. That means like the Masil Shashon points out. You could have someone who's working a Melechus Pechusa for his Parnosa. So Hasidus in his life will manifest itself in a certain way based on a circumstance. But it's not only circumstances. It's also your personality. And it's also your seichel. And it's also your feelings, which we're going to talk about that, how Hasidus is built on Avas Hashem. And it's going to be built on creativity of understanding the law and understanding the will of Hashem and how to figure out a way how to do the will of Hashem further than the commandment. That's creativity. And obviously circumstances, because I will have different circumstances that I can make the Hasidus work. So it's a very personal thing. This is also says in the Zoya HaKadosh. The Zoya says, Noida b'sho'orim ba'lo. You know that pasuk? We say it on Friday night. It's part of the Eshet Chayim. No, it's the pasuk at the end of Mishlein. Noda'a b'sho'orim ba'ala. So the Ba'ala in Zohar is referring to Hashem. Through people, Hashem becomes revealed in this world. Noida b'shorim ba'ala. Through the human beings, through your avoidance Hashem, through the good choices that you make in life, you bring out honor to Hashem and kiddush Hashem. That's how Hashem becomes known, right? So it says, Noda'i becomes known. Ba'ala is talking about Hashem. Ba'she'arim. Simply means in the gates, meaning in the public places. But the Zoya says, "Lefi shiura diday," means according to your kohot. Noida b'shorim ba'ilo. Each person's kohot is designed in a specific way to bring out Hashem in a specific way. So you see that avodas Hashem is very, very personal. So you understand, we have a general guidelines. The Kedarim are all the same. The fundamentals are the same. But how the fundamentals are employed and put into action, and how we understand the Torah and how to do it, that's a personal thing. So it's like a deep thing. I tried to masturbate to you a little bit. What's coming out of here is that really HaKadosh Baruch has a personal relationship with you and me. Personal. What does that mean? It's personal. We all have the same book. We all have the same Torah. We all have the same mitzvot. How does it become personal? And the answer is, because the way I daher the Torah, something you can't really put on pen and paper sometimes. It could be a hergish. It could be a certain havono. The way I apply it to my life. The way my heart is awakened. Maybe different than yours, right? So my personal 
Seichel, Moyach, Velev, and the circumstances of life which create different Maisim, the Beficho, the Bovavcho, La Soisoi, that's Korev, Elecho, Beficho, Bilvavcho, Lefi, your Koiches Nefesh, that is personal. Very deep. Person has to make his relationship personal with Hashem. Very important. We don't have all the same Well, nobody has the same exact Kachasanafish. The exact recipe is never the same. Just like no two people's faces is exactly the same. Because your face, why is it called a face? Panim. Panim means Pinimiyut. The manifestation, the projection of your pneumius comes out on your face. We don't know Chochmas HaParzuf to read faces. But in the face says there's a different personality here. There's a different understanding here. Right? So therefore, just like no two faces are the same, no two people are exactly <coughs> the same. And that's what makes everybody important and special and needed. That's a very important piece. Now, this is what I feel, I'm going to show you in Hasidus in a minute, but this is what I feel is a very important thing when it comes to being mechanach your children. So I know all of you sitting here today, at least most of you are of the age of about to get married and stuff, you know. So we have to understand, you want to give your children a feeling that they can have a thought and an opinion in Torah. Because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be personal. You want them to feel personally connected with it. Right? So let's say, for example, my children, they come home with a Parsha sheet from the Moro or the Rebbe, whatever it may be, with a Divine Torah. It's very nice. It's beautiful. But that's like reading off a paper. Like That's not going to make them feel connected with Torah. Right? So then I will ask a question and say, what's your thought? What's your opinion? So when a child has to think and give an opinion, that's where he's connecting. See? First of all, you're helping him develop his personality, the Bafichal Bavavchal in the Torah. That's what Chinuch is. You have to develop the personality. You have to develop his personality in Torah. So a Shabbos table is a good time to do that. You understand? You can make a discussion. And discussion brings out your thoughts and your personality. Because that's what Torah is. If a person feels that he's connected personally, and he's needed personally, and he can have a day, you know why he can have a day? Because you have a day in Torah that no one else has. You must have a day. You have a chalik in Torah. So you must have a day. So you have to learn how to do that. You follow? This is a very, very important thing. Okay? Especially when we're attacking the sugya of Hasidus. Okay? Because like we said, we read last time, we read how the Messias Hashem said, Ach Matthias, Ach Hasidus, Atzmodova, Amok Me'od. It's very deep, right? 
And only great Chachomim could actually read Chassidus, right? We spoke about all this last time. And we said that the Yesoid of Chassidus is built on Avas Hashem. We read actually until like down here. I didn't post the last vod. I wasn't feeling well on Friday. And I was very like monotone and whatever. So I didn't post that up. So, but this is going to come up as the second vod in Chassidus. But we did read through all these paragraphs. But basically what he said over here was, that the Yesoid of Hasidus is built on Avas Hashem. So just like a father, we gave the marshal where the father comes home and he tells his son, do me a favor, he just comes home from after a long day of work, stressful day at work, and the father comes home and he says to his son, please do me a favor, go get me my slippers from the closet upstairs. That's the commandment. The commandment is get me the slippers from the closet. <coughs> but the son who loves his father realizes and understands from that commandment the will of his father. The will of his father is to relax. So he may go ahead and make him a nice kishmaka tea that he knows his father likes to drink. And he'll get him the yated ne'eman because he likes to read the yated. He'll bring him the extra things that were not asked for. Because Avas Ben Av widens. That's where the creativity comes in. It's understanding the Tzivu. From the Tzivu you understand the Ratzon. And from the Ratzon you have to be creative to figure out ways to fulfill that Ratzon. That's Oisen Nachas Ruach Liyotzrei. And the Messiah Hashem said, Ashrei the only way for a person to actually, the manifestation of the Avas Hashem means to widen the Tzivuya Torah is only possible for a person's Omobatar. Right? So, let's read it quickly. All the mitzvahs that the Jewish people have to keep, everybody knows them. And everybody knows what it says in Shulchan Aruch, what you have to do. What if you love Hashem, true love? You're not going to try to patter yourself up. With the halacha that you already know, that's the halacha. I did what I'm supposed to do. And finito ala kamedia. See you later. Ella, yikra lo kemosh yikra ella ben aoyev asavim. What's going to happen to you when you learn the Torah is going to happen. What happens to a son who loves his father? Sheilu yigala aoyev as daito gilamat. If the father reveals his will a little bit, shuchafetz bedavim in advarim that he wants something. Fayar behaben. The son is going to widen it and do more. Even though the father only said it to him once and with a half a word. Since he realizes 
that this is going to make his father happy. She's not makes his father say it out, spell it out openly. So I have to say it twice. This is the way it works between lovers and friends. Between a man and his wife. Between a father and a son. Anybody who has true, strong love between them. You don't say about that person when he asks you to do something. This is what he asked me to do. I did what I was supposed to do. Right? Right? for me what was commanded to me openly. But through the tzivui, you come to understand the da'as And then, what was the purpose of your doing? Your purpose of your doing is to give nachas. So therefore, if I'm looking to give nachas, so then I'm going to go above and beyond the commandment, right? So this is a deep thing. Let's try to think about it a little bit, okay? You see, Torah is not just a book of laws and behaviors and demands that are put on human beings, Jewish people, to do. Okay? Obviously, the Torah itself is Avoidah. And it's achieving something in the world, that's for sure. But there's a part of Torah which is really trying to reveal to the human being how to become a better person. How to become doymet Hashem. How to reach different hasagot. That means the human being, based on his logical intellect, doesn't see things the way the Torah sees them. Torah is minashobayim. Torah is very high. And it reveals to you something. And your job is to hop it, to get the message of the Torah, and then to find ways to put it into being. Let's say, for example, at the end of Parashat Yitro, it says, you can't have steps on the Mizbeach. Why? Because when you walk up steps, you have to open your legs more, feet, right? And then it's a Gilui Erva. Even though the guy's wearing pants, right? Now, you wouldn't think like that. You wouldn't think like that. That's called Gilu Yerva. That's not a logical approach, right? And what's the problem with being Megala Erva over the stones of the Mizbeach? Because it's a bizarre to the stones that this is the place of Avodis Hashem. So therefore, a gilui erva, which is like a dak mina dak gilui erva, even though it's covered, but it's a wider step, that's already a bizillion to stones. Because that's the stones, bring the shechina, these stones, right? So now, I have to make a kalvachoyma. Who does avoid this Hashem in this world? Human beings. How much more so I have to have covered the Adam, right? So I'm supposed to like see something there. Something is supposed to become revealed to me over there. In the sugi of Gilu Arayas, in the Gilu Erva, in Bezoyana Odom, all these different things are supposed to come to me, some understanding, which I would have never had before. To me it's illogical. It's 
not natural to think like that. It's not sickly to think like that, right? But once the Torah is megalit to you something new. Now you have to acquire what you call Da'at Torah. And now that has to change your behaviors in life. Okay? Another example we saw in this week's Pasha, I mean, there's thousands of examples, it's not tracked, all Sefer HaChinuch. That's the point of Sefer HaChinuch. It's to learn the Taimei HaMitzvahs. The point of Taimei HaMitzvahs is to see how he saw messages in the mitzvahs, and now he gives you a place to work to widen it. You follow? So right, so the Pasuk says, Im kesef talves ami, et he'ani imach. So im kesef talvet ami, right? Is im a chiyuv or is it, is it, uh, voluntary? Is it an obligation or voluntary? So the Chazal say that there's three places in the Torah where it says im, and it's an obligation. And this is one of them. Im kesef talves ami, you're obligated to lend money. If you have the money, you're obligated to lend money. For free. No, no ribbis. Right? Why is it say the lotion of im? If it's an obligation, so the morale says, because you have to give it as if you're not obligated. You are obligated. But you have to give it with such generosity of the heart that the person who's receiving the money doesn't feel like you're only giving it to him because you're obligated to give it. So that's already a madregan chesed. The guy's asking me for money. Now I have to be such a tzaddik and make him feel all good about it. I'm doing him a favor. I'm giving him money for free. I could take that money, tie it, put it in a business and make a lot of money from it. But I'm taking that money and I'm giving it to you for free. Right? You have to look at him. You have to put yourself in his shoes. You have to make believe like you're in his position and he's giving you the money and you're borrowing the money. How would you feel? And therefore you have to give it with the utmost sensitivity and how much he really needs. Try to, to, to feel his matzah, feel the situation and go out all out for the guy. That's a chiv in the Torah. Right? And then you can't make him feel that he owes you money. It means you don't walk past him every five seconds so he remembers you. And when you put cross paths with him, you don't remind him about it. Try to act normal with him. Right? All these halachas of what a another human being is and how you have to behave towards him even though you're doing him a favor. You're doing him a favor. And if you look at the Sipurna of that parasha, the Sipurna says, and the parasha over there when it says you have to return the mashkin, the collateral, even though it doesn't really work because you have to give it back. It only helps you that Shemitah shouldn't be Meshamit, whatever it is, right? The Sipurna over there says, the way you have to feel when Hashem gives you more money than you need for your basic necessities is you have to feel that the money that Hashem gave you is only for you to give out to other people. You're a gizbar of Hashem. It's not for yourself, for your own pleasures, right? That's a very new idea, you know? Most people think, I worked hard for my money, I got a lot of money, it's my money to enjoy. You got to also be a nice guy and share the wealth with some people. But it's on my terms and it's my money. And then Hashem says, no. It ain't your money. It's my money. It's mine. I gave it to you for what? For a purpose. To give it out. To be a gizbo. To give you a spouse. 
And that's why you have it. So don't get all hot over yourself, over your money. Huh? Chidush. Chidush. But now you have to become, you have to daher that chidush with your mind, the way your mind dahers it. You have to daher it with your heart. You have to have creative ways of putting that rotten Hashem into your life. That's the personal part of Hasidus. You got it? So we'll stop here for today.